There's one who I know, he loves me, and so I'll honor and I'll praise his holy name. Yeah, he's with me every day, and he helps me along my way. He's your God when I'm troubled. He's your God when I'm burdened. He's your God, I may be so lonely. He's your God, I may be burdened. He's your God, yes, he, yes, he is. This world is not my home. I'm only passing by. I'm going to a better land. That's far beyond the sky. My Savior will be my guide, and He'll stay close by my side. He's your guide when I'm troubled. He's your guide when I'm burdened. He's your guide. Maybe so lonely. He's your guide. I may be burdened. He's your guide. Yes, He. Yes, He is. Savior, and I know He is my guide. I know that He'll stand by me. He's always by my side. I can call Him late at night, and I know He'll make my burdens light. He's your guide when I'm troubled. He's your guide when I'm burdened. He's your guide. I may be so lonely. He's your guide. I may be burdened. He's your guide. Yes, He, yes, He is. Welcome those that are here this afternoon, as well as those that are turning to us online. Um, it's always good to come and gather as we get a chance on this day of transfiguration. That's what we get a chance to celebrate this weekend. Um, one of the things that we'll begin as we always begin in our mission statement, and so that we can proclaim it together. At Desert Hills, we celebrate. Grace. We make. Disciples. Who? Oh, you guys are so good. Um, one of the things I'd like to just point out, just very quickly as we begin, uh, note that we've got the two the new communion tables. 
Um, and we want to thank our woodworkers guys of Roger Ingen, Earl Woolman, Keith Landon, and Ralph Neal. At some point, we'll dedicate and we'll have all those guys stand and, and take credit for their work, but it really is helpful. Um, I don't know if any of you noticed, but we've had two tables back-to-back uh, -to, -back to take the place of just this one, so it's become a great tool that we can use. Okay, announcements. Um, please note that next weekend, uh, the Welka is going to be doing their thank offering. The proceeds are going to go to the Chilstrom Fund for the ELCA Seminarian Women and Grants for Women and Children in Crisis. Uh, the sewing bee is going to have quilts scattered throughout here. And so please make sure that you are able to take and contribute in that way. This Wednesday, we mark the beginning of Lent with Wednesday being... Oh, you are so smart. Um, but we celebrate and we begin that Lenten season with three services on Ash Wednesday. And they'll be noon, 5, and 7 p.m. Um, note that all of those things will happen on Wednesday. Bible fellowship is not because worship services. Next week, not this week, next week is going to be the start of our Lenten worship, which is going to be held at 7 o'clock. However, there's going to be soup supper at 6 and then a hymn sing that's at 6.45. So make sure that you're a part of that for the Lenten season. Stephen Ministry, we're in the process of creating and making a new set of classes. If you are interested, you can talk to me or there are packets of information that are available at the office. March 18th is the Welka Kino Conference. You can sign up online or pick up a form at the front desk. The deadline to register is March 4th, and they're keeping making sure and holding on to that for a date. I think, we, oh, and if you've got any questions about that, whatever happens during this week, note that there's the half sheet that's out there that actually lists all of the things that are happening. And if you've got any questions at all, you can either go to the website or go ahead and give us a phone call. Well then, let's prepare our hearts and our minds for worship today. Almighty God, we thank you that you have called us, that you have gathered us, that you have brought us here together in this place. Lord, as we prepare and to pause our quiet and quiet our hearts and our minds to receive you, may we be filled with your ever-knowledgeable spirit that allows us to see you as truly the Son of God. All of these things, O oh God, we pray because of and through your blessed Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We sing our opening song. Little children, do not worry, cause you still got lots of time. There's no need in walking backwards, turn around and rise and shine. If your load always seems heavy, and you're always left behind, pick yourself up from the ground and jump right back and rise and shine. Rise and shine in the early morning, shine your light out through the day. Makes no difference what they tell you, stand right up and have your say. Cause the good Lord said he loved you And to him you'll strictly find Even though the world may use you Turn around and rise and shine Look at how they did for Jesus Why they nailed him to a cross But he died out there on Calvary So the world would not be lost So no matter how they treat you If they slap you in the face Just remember Jesus loves you And on that cross he took your place Rise and shine in the early morning, shine your light out through the day. Makes no difference what they tell you, stand right up and have your say. Cause the good Lord said he loved you, and to him you'll strictly find. Even though the world may use you, turn around and rise and shine.
and shine in the early morning shine your light out through the day makes no difference what they tell you stand right up and have your say because the good lord said he loved you and to him you'll strictly find turn though the world may use you turn around and rise and shine I invite you now to join me in our litany, spoken responsibly. Beyond our busyness, beyond our fear, beyond our struggles, there is a glory rising, born of heaven, and reaching out to each of us. A light that shines through the clouds with an invitation to all who seek new life in Christ. A light that transforms darkness into hope, Fear into peace. That brings life from a cross where old lives end and new lives begin is born. In the God's voice meets us here, rising from the, from the depth of the valley to the glory of the mountain, where the glory of Jesus is revealed. Amen. Today's first scripture reading is from the book of 2 Peter, chapters 1, verses 16 through 21. For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord.
Today's second scripture reading is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then, there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each heart here this afternoon be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, we do pray. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior, Jesus, who is the Christ, the Son of God. Amen. Today we get to celebrate transfiguration. We get to take and see and hear and experience probably one of the most graphic examples of, of wonder that we have when we talk about Jesus as the Son of God. As a kid, I always thought that this would be the perfect thing for Steven Spielberg to produce. It's one of those where you think about it. It's so graphic in our mind, we can almost tell the story over and over again. The setting is simple. Peter, excuse me, Jesus brings Peter, James, and John. They go up to the mountain. Not a big deal. Throughout Scripture, Jesus has gone away from the crowd. He's, he's literally pulled away so that he can become refreshed, reflect, do some praying. And so it was not uncommon for him to bring some people with him. And so they're up on the mountain. You know how it works. Suddenly, Jesus' face is becoming dazzling. It's glowing. And it's not the sweat from Arizona. He's glowing. And his clothing becomes dazzling white. We're talking Hilex white. And suddenly, in the midst of a bunch of where, where you don't have that, here is that bright figure, this person who they have followed, suddenly transfiguring and changing before them. And the disciples are going, huh, isn't this interesting? And, and so and there's a point where I'm doing that. It's that one of those things, send two guys show up. One's Moses, <clears throat> one's Elijah. Now, remember, I've been preaching this for a lot of time and a lot, many times, and I often wondered, how did they know? Did they have name tags? <laughs> and I don't want to make light of that, but that was one of those thoughts I had. Well, how did they know? <clears throat> I mean, it was one of those experiences, and still the disciples were paying attention. They, they said, oh, and Peter goes, tell you what? There's three of you. Let's make three dwelling places. Let's hang out on the mountain. Fine. Still paying attention. The cloud envelops the mountain. And out of that mountain, out of the cloud, comes that voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And what's the disciples' reaction? Bam! They're on the ground. Now they're afraid. At what point would you kind of start freaking out? Would it be your, your, the one who you followed, your teacher changing its countenance? P Moses and Elijah, two ghosts perhaps showing up. But no, at the cloud, that'd be a little freaky. 
But it's the voice of God that basically drives them to their knees. And says, ah, what do we do? We're, gonna, we're lost. Because their tradition held that you could not hear the voice of God and live. You couldn't gaze upon God's face and not be changed. In fear, they went to the ground. We have this lesson. Always before we embark on that season of Lent. We have it so that we can continually be reminded that as we make this journey of Lent into the cross, that we really do believe God has sent His Son, Jesus Christ, for you and for me. It is that assurance to give us the strength that we need. As a kid, and this is always one of those dangerous things because I'm going to use an illustration, and some of you already know where I am, what I am going to be talking about because you have experienced it. As a kid, my parents were experimenting with that pop-up trailer camper. I was trying to figure it out, and we had to be seven, five, I was seven, my brother was five, and my little sister was about three, Okay. And we were in the Black Hills of South Dakota. And my parents decided that the best camping place was a place called Trout Haven. Um, show of hands, how many of you know what I'm talking about, Black Hills and Trout Haven? I know. So we, you know, and I didn't understand the idea of fishing. I didn't realize that you were paying per pound of the fish that were We were catching them like crazy, and finally Dad said, okay, that's enough. But we went and we ate the supper, and there was a great big sign right across, a big billboard that said, Wonderland Cave, two miles away. I could just hear the discussion that mom and dad were having. Well, it's still light out. This cave's only two miles away. Let's take our kids and have them experience the cave, as opposed to running around driving us crazy in the campsite. I can hear it now. So we all pile up into the car. We go the two miles, and we're going, huh, my dad's going, it should be here. Another sign shows up. Wonderland Cave, three miles. <laughs> driving, 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 driving. At three miles. Wonderland Cave. Two miles ahead. I think it happened two more times. And I just remember in my back of my mind. My mom and dad having this discussion. Because it's getting dark. We pull up. To the parking lot. Of the cave. We are the only car. In the parking lot. We walk in. Oh, I'm sorry, the cave is closed. I don't know what words were said from my dad to the person who was managing the cave, but did you know we got our own personal tour? <laughs> but, but the reason why, why I'm starting all of this is that this event, <clears throat> this event of transfiguration is like that sign. That sign that basically says, it's coming. Here's the assurance. Here is that wonderful opportunity that we have. And this is why we follow. Jesus came so that we could hear that promise. <clears throat> that he is God's son. And sometimes as human beings, we need to have those reminders in our own life. We need those times to, to understand <coughs> how God knows you and God knows me. You know what I mean. It's not all the time, but it's those subtle reminders that God really does care about you and me. And I mean that when those things and those signs that are placed before us. And sometimes we just have to thank God and say, God Thank you for being in my life. When I'm the most prevalent is when 
you are driving. And suddenly you are going and you're a little bit late. And suddenly the joy is you hit all those green lights. That's the one. The second one is when you're behind that person that doesn't know how to drive anymore. Oh, I didn't re realize where I was at. Um, <laughs> if that's familiar to you, it's not you I'm talking about. It's that other guy. But, but that idea of going, of suddenly being behind them. And you go, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. And then in a half a mile, you see that car accident in the junction, in the intersection. And you go, if I would have. There's a promise that we have as recognizing Jesus as the Son of God. In this weekend, this transfiguration is one of the few times where we get a chance to celebrate and recognize how God has claimed his son. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Listen to him. The disciples heard the words. After Jesus' resurrection, they shared those words. But did you catch the words that came from Jesus. Jesus has turned back to normal. The clouds have gone away. Moses and Elijah have dis are not present anymore. And Jesus goes up to the disciples and touches them and says, Don't be afraid. There's a lot of this stuff in our world that causes us to fear. There's a lot of uncertainty in our world that causes us to be anxious. There's a lot of things that are beyond our control that we get wrapped up around and our blood pressure goes up and we just get so frustrated and you can fill in your own blank. But that word that has come down from Jesus. Do not be afraid. And before I go any further, what did God tell us to do? This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And what is his first words? Do not be afraid. We know and we can go further with that because we know the great God of the universe and his son has given us that ability to believe in the promise that he will be with us always. It is in that acknowledgement that we are able to take and go through all of the things that are coming up in Lent, all of the horror and the excuse me, the horror of the of the crucifixion. We know we can get through it because we are hearing and remembering the promise that God has made to us that this is his son and that he is laying down his life for you and for me. On this day of transfiguration, we get to experience with Peter, with James and John, the event of that mountaintop. But yet, they didn't stay. They came down. To minister. But for James, John, and Peter, they remembered this time. They remembered this day. And they remembered all that happened. But perhaps they remembered most clearly that word of don't be afraid. As we continue to live out our life, I pray that you do so with the confidence that you do not do this alone. That God has given you his spirit through his blessed son, Jesus Christ, that allows us to take and realize and embrace the promise of his caring for you and for me. And yes, every once in a while, we need to have those signs that show up that remind us of his promise and of his presence in our life. Today, recognize that God has come to you.
and will continue to be in and amongst and around us as we recognize him as our Lord, as our Savior, and the one who makes the journey of life with us. In his name we pray. Amen. I try to do right And I try to be good I know in my heart I've done all that I could But I'm weak and defeated And I just can't go on won't you carry me, Jesus, till I can be strong? Won't you carry me, Jesus, until I can stand? I need to feel the touch of your hand. Your grace is the only comfort I've known. Won't you carry me, Jesus, till I make it back home? I've always found shelter safe in your arms. gave me courage in the midst of life's storm but I've strayed from your teaching down a path that was wrong won't you carry me Jesus back to where I belong won't you carry me, Jesus, until I can stand? I need to feel the touch of your hand. Your grace is the only comfort I've known. Won't you carry me, Jesus, till I make it back home? Won't you carry me, Jesus, till I make it back home? Join me as we affirm our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. Let us begin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and a life everlasting. Amen. At this time, we'll have the gathering of our offerings.
for thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. I'll be satisfied as long as I walk. Let me to thee just a closer walk with just thee. a closer walk just a closer walk granted Jesus is my plea just a closer walk just a closer walk Daily 
In preparation for our prayer this afternoon, we hear the words from Psalm 99. The Lord reigns, let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherubim, let the earth shake. Great is the Lord in Zion, exalted over all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name, for he is holy. The king is mighty. He loves justice and established equity. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Let us pray. Almighty God, we come this day to give you our thanks, our prayers, our praise, our gifts of our time, our talent, the treasure for your mission in the world to bring the good news that is so desperately needed, to give that hope and that help for all people. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, we pray for those who are new to our prayer list that are known to us. We pray for Mike Hoy, for Eileen Dom, for Brad Nelson, and for Peter Smith. Continue to give them that strength and perseverance and health that you so give to us all. Be with the loved ones and cared that the caregivers to give them that peace to know that you hold them always close in your loving and caring arms. We give you thanks for Rosie Epler who leaves our prayer list. We thank you, Lord, that you have been with her. Let's take time now, O oh God, in our worship for that time of quiet reflection of those who we know to be in special need of your prayers and our prayers and your concern. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, on this weekend, we recognize the transfiguration of your Son, whose compassion continues to guide us and lead us Lord, we ask this day that you would continue to transform us into that likeness of the love of Christ, to giving us that understanding and that strength that we need, Lord, in your mercy. God, we continue on this preparation for Lent. Help us to be witnesses of your grace, your majesty. Equip us to share the stories of faithfulness, forgiveness, and may our lives continue to proclaim your greatness. God of hope, we pray for those who are in need. We pray for those communities that have been devastated by the tra tragic events of this past week. Countless, O oh God, we pray that you continue to surround them with your grace and bring them always your comfort. We pray, God, for those who are traveling on this holiday weekend. Give them that safe journey to and from their destination as truly, Lord, we come to you filling with the confidence that you continue to pave the way for us. Give us that hope that comes from believing the promises of your transfigured Son who calls to us all and says, do not be afraid. All of these things, O oh God, we pray because of and through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Before the words of institution, let us make our confession and hear words of forgiveness. Lord God, you know us inside and out. We can keep no secrets from you. We come before you to unburden our lives and seek forgiveness. We take a moment now to prepare our hearts for confession. Let us confess. We confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in all manners of ways. 
We have sinned by things we have done and things we should have done. Create in us clean hearts. Renew our spirits and forgive us as we prepare for your holy meal. In your name we pray. Amen. Hear these words. Almighty God has given his son to die for us. And for his sake, we have forgiveness of all our sins. Through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I invite you to hear these words, whether here in sanctuary or online. On the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. He gave thanks. He broke it. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and he gave it to all to drink, saying, This cup, this cup is a new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. I invite you now to join with me as we pray together the prayer the Lord taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. This is the very body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, given to us so that we may have life, that we might know the signs of God's kingdom around us. Come and receive this gift. For those of you online, I invite you to hear this word. This is my body given for you. I invite you to share the bread with those you are gathered with this day. And once again, I invite you to hear this word. This is my blood shed for you. Share the cup with one another. And may you know, whether you're here in sanctuary or online, we are part of the body of Christ. We are fed by the very meal of God. And we, because of that, become the body of Christ in the world. Know that you are part of us as we are a part of you. For those of you on sanctu in sanctuary, I invite you to come forward. The lighter grape uh, juice is grape juice. The darker is wine. We also have gluten-free wafers if that is something that you need. Come, the meal is ready. Turn the water into wine. He turned the water into wine. In the little Canaan town, the word went all around. They said that he turned the water into wine. Well, he walked upon the Sea of Galilee. He walked upon the Sea of Galilee. Shouted far and wide. He calmed the raging tide. And walked upon the Sea of Galilee. In the little Canaan town, 
The word went all around. They said that he turned the water into wine. He healed the leper and the lame. He healed the leper and the lame. He said, go and tell no man. But they shouted it through the land. But he healed the leper and the lame. He turned the water into wine. He turned the water into wine In the little Canaan town The word went all around They said that He turned the water into wine said everyone was fed he fed the hungry multitude he turned the water into wine he turned the water into wine In the little Canaan town, the word went all around. They said that he turned the water into wine. He turned the water into wine. you now to receive the blessing of God. We hope the service was a blessing to you. You felt God's presence among us and through us. Now hear God's words as God sends us out into the world. May you experience peace in God's presence. May the holy cloud comfort you and may the divine voice encourage you. May the power of the Holy Spirit Transform you, transform us, and transform our world. We ask this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I invite you to please stand for Abel for our sending song. Anywhere with Jesus I can safely go Anywhere he leads me in this world below Anywhere without him dearest joys would fade Anywhere with Jesus I am not afraid Anywhere, anywhere Any little fear I cannot know Anywhere with Jesus I can safely go Jesus, I am not alone. 
other friends may fail me, I'm still his own. Though his hand may lead me over dearie ways, anywhere with Jesus is a house of praise. Anywhere, anywhere, any little fear I cannot know. Anywhere with Jesus I can safely go. souls in darkness of salvation free ready as he summons me to go or stay anywhere with jesus when he points away the peace and the power of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Anywhere with Jesus I am not alone. Other friends may fail me, I am still his own. Though his hand may lead me over dreary ways, anywhere with Jesus is a house of praise. Anywhere, anywhere, any little fear I cannot know. Anywhere with Jesus I can safely go. Safely go anywhere with.